And we are back, and we are the Run Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. What's up, guys? And I am India Cook. What's going on? What episode you just told hey, me? Hey, hey, now, I literally <laughs> just told you what episode it was, like, not even a minute ago. <laughs> literally press record, and I literally said it. Uh, but we are at episode 85. What's going on, people? Episode 85. How's your couple of weeks been? It's going good. Busy, 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 but going really well. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, last week, I was able to get in a run for the first time in some weeks. How you feeling? Like it's been a month. I'm still recovering. Um, Not 100% there, but definitely a lot better. Listen, when I tell y'all, it felt amazing to (laughs) be able to get out last week and do my run. It was just one of those things where it's like, oh my goodness, it's different when you are forced to stop running versus when you just don't have the motivation and you're not running anymore. Like it's just a different feeling. Um, So when you're forced to stop running and they tell you to sit it on down and you, it's like, that's when you really want to run. But on times where we just have lack of motivation and we haven't run a couple of weeks when it's, when it's your choice, it's just different. So I enjoyed the run. I've been staying at one mile. I've been doing my uh, PT exercises and everything and I'm doing what I need to do there. I ended up getting some new shoes and I got a custom insoles and I'm just doing whatever I can to get my life back on track did the did the physical therapist tell you to get the insoles or is that just something you know will help you so a little bit of both um so the so i know that earlier this year i was going back and forth with um trying to incorporate the hoka one one Mm -hmm. rincons into my into my regiment as well Mm -hmm. as the i was previously wearing the nike infinity reacts and so what I learned when I went and got a gait analysis, which was something that the physical therapist did say, you know, get another gait analysis just to make sure that you're in the right shoes. Mm-hmm. And so when I went and got the gait analysis, I talked to our good friend, Susie, that was on our last episode. Mm-hmm. And she was explaining that this, the heel drop between the Hoka One One and the, um, the Hoka Rincon and the Nike Infinity Reacts was pretty, a really big difference which means that when you have a different heel drop, you're putting more work and tension on the bottom part of your legs, including, well, obviously the calf area and your shins, Mm -hmm. um, because your feet are used to a different type of landing and pronate, you know, things of that nature. So um, we're not saying that that is what contributed completely to it, but I am not running in the Hocus right now, just because I don't want it to be um, an issue. So I did end up purchasing some, Brooks Adrenalines, um, so GTS, which is their new stability shoe. So I'm going to go with the stability shoe for now to see kind of how I feel. And of course, I just said, you know, let me let me do whatever it takes to make sure that I'm in tip top shape. Um, and that what the the insoles was not something that my my PT was like go do, but I was like, you know, if I have the ability to go do it, I will do that. So I had some shoes. I got some insoles and slowly working my way up and I just honestly Tommy I just want to be in a the, as healthy as possible and if I can do everything in my power to do that and I have the means to do it I mm-hmm. of course oh most, most most definitely yeah um and before we get going too far I got a couple of housekeeping things because I want to shout out a couple of some runners first I want to shout out Tess and uh, Malik on their new uh little girl mm-hmm. um Isla uh congratulations uh the I text, I text her and she was like, the adventure begins. I said, yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Um, <laughs> so um, congratulations to you. Also, I want to congratulate uh, Kendall Boyd. Um, 
people in the Atlanta running community know his dad probably pretty well and know Kendall pretty well because for a long time they were f- fixtures at races, uh, Carlos and Kendall. Um, Kendall Boyd, they moved out to Texas, um, but Kendall Boyd graduated from high school, but he also got a scholarship to Dallas Baptist University cross country. Yes. So go ahead, Kendall. Congratulations. That is great. Because I remember when, you know, they used to run together and, you know, Carlos used to have to slow down. Because, like, their whole family, mom, dad, son, all ran together. You know, Carlos used to have to slow down for them. Now I'm sure um, he's having a hard time. He can't keep up with them. Yeah, he can't Mm -hmm. keep up with them right now. But congratulations, Kendall. It's been, it was great watching him kind of, because it doesn't look like Carlos. Yeah, Carlos didn't really (laughs) push him. He kind of just kind of no. flowed into right. it and, yeah. you know, look at him now, a scholarship. He was, he was literally what, like middle school? He looked like, if you look like, I look at pictures from um, when they were living here in Atlanta. Yeah. And he looked like he was in like elementary, middle school running with us. He was running half marathons with his son and, you know, doing all that with Kendall and Carlos would run together and also mm-hmm. um, his wife. And now it's like, oh my gosh, he's 18 and he's grown. He's got a car. It's like, what exactly, happened to you exactly, on the way to college? It's like, yeah. what? But it's always good to see people um, grow up in a running community. And I mean, obviously having a scholarship to cross country, cross country scholarship. Country, yeah. I mean, and we have a lot of, you know, kids in the, the running community here in Atlanta. So it's always good to see what, you know, them do well you know i have i know a few others that have actually gone on to run but this is i think this is the first one i've seen that's gone on to run cross country a lot mm-hmm. i've known others that have run track um but cross country um is the first uh kindle is the first one i've seen to do that yeah so, and y'all know cross country usually translates into distance running exactly so we, we might be kindle might be one day in the future he <laughs> yes. might be one of the the first u.s runners you know to mm-hmm. sub two hour mm-hmm. in a marathon we you never know we, we never know see. listen we putting it out there we are putting it out there exactly Good hey vibes. now india i have found the best workout, if you don't want, if you're not wanting to run, but you still want to get a workout, I found it. What? So on Sunday, um, Trey had his birthday. We had it at this place called Sky Zone, mm-hmm. a trampoline park, mm-hmm. India. Yes, I, I tell you, that ain't work. no joke. Yes, man, running after Trey. But <laughs> what was crazy? I got out there, you know, and Trey's tiny, so he's barely a- able to make the trampoline even move. Mm-hmm. So I got out there and I was like, okay. And I, the first one, I did a hard jump. I ain't gonna lie. I went up a little higher than I, I really wanted. And you came down, almost <laughs> broke your neck. No, nah, I was fine, but I ain't gonna lie. A little fear, a little fear mm-hmm. shot through my head. Like, uh-oh, what you doing? Mm-hmm. But if you ever want to do a workout, that's it right there. Because I didn't need to run that day because it was a serious workout running around chasing him on those trampolines. Well, I will tell you this, Tommy, if you're if you're serious about continuing that, they do have actually have trampoline workout places here in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, and they're actually the little small circular, the small yeah, trampoline. Yeah. Uh-huh. They actually have workout sessions and they have the music and you wear bands and you do work on the trampoline. So it's, it's a true thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, I do I definitely know they do because it was mm-hmm. definitely a workout for me and every other um, middle-aged dude that was running after their kid um, out there, we all figured out, oh, this is no joke. This is a serious workout, mm-hmm. uh, getting on top of these things. I mean, they give you a whole hour. You only need 15 minutes and you're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the last time I went, I was like, oh, an hour is not needed. An hour yeah. is not needed. It's like roller skating. It's like, you don't need all that time, honey. Exactly. You, get, you be out there a good hour, you good. But yeah, trampoline, you get the work, you be sweating. You're like, am I supposed to be out here having fun or am I getting <laughs> 
Because <laughs> everybody was like, dang, Tom, you sweating through your shirt? I said, yes. Yeah, all the moms <laughs> that were sitting on the side. Well, you sweating. Yes, okay. I'm sweating because this is no joke. And this little boy won't sit still. Y'all come out here and sweat your curls out too. <laughs> Being cute on the sidelines. Come on, let's see if y'all sweat too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes, that's awesome. And I'm great that I'm glad that Trey got um had a good birthday. I was able to see him this week. So yeah. little man and was able to 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 enjoy and see him running around. He y'all just can't keep him still. He just is like, listen, yeah, he, I'm running, running. And if he keeps up the running, he's gonna be a little runner in the running community too. Yeah, we'll we'll see. But I ain't gonna lie, that trampoline got him. He he was done. I've never he went to sleep like at five o'clock. He was that mm. tired from it. So yeah, well, he was, but he was he was uh definitely enjoying himself. So he had a I mean it's a second birthday. He won't remember it, but you mm-hmm. know, it is what it is. Still a good time. Memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So have you, how have you been with your training plan, Tommy? I know that, uh, I don't know if we talked about it last episode. Um, you know, I run, <laughs> but I I'm not really staying on that training plan. Just, you it's one just, of those clients? Yeah, I'm one of them. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm one of them. But I, I said after Trey's birthday, I was going to get, get back at it. I did change my nutrition. Mm. Um, so I'm definitely eating less. Um, I've, I've done, a, I've tried that. Um, intermittent, intermediate fasting or whatever they call it. Intermittent fasting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I don't see a huge difference when I do it, but I guess you would need to do it over, a, you know, a long period of time. But I just cut down on my intake, and but I'm not a huge like I don't drink a whole lot of sodas. I'm not a a huge um drinker of alcohol. I have a beer every now and then. My problem mm-hmm. is sweets. So mm-hmm. um, when I cut out sugar, it definitely makes a difference in my body because that's probably the biggest thing I eat that's uh, working against me. Right. Yeah. Right, so definitely. probably that part more than anything else, but the running is just hard to stay um, to stay on it. And now that I have my um, COVID shots, I have to actually go mm-hmm. out and stand on people's roofs again. So mm-hmm. it's my days are, you know, it's kind of tiring. So that's why yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way where I can kind of get it in. I might have to start doing the Peloton more because it's a lot mm-hmm. easier with the Peloton. I can jump on it, do 20 minutes, and I'm in the shower and I'm out of here mm-hmm. as opposed to running is a little different. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah. I get that. You, you take more time to, like, get yourself together and leave out. and Yeah, leave you know, out, come back, you know, whatever. And, yeah. Exactly. So I might have to start hitting the Peloton a little bit more. Um, and I can do it, you know, early in the morning before anybody's mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. uh, get, it, get it out the way. Right, right, definitely. Well, I definitely want to also say um, happy Mental Health Awareness Month to everyone. Um, I'm one of those people, y'all know I'm a big proponent for mental health and ensuring that you are taking care of yourself and everything. And whether that be mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is. Uh, But mental health is very important. I did a YouTube video about that last week that dropped on my page, just kind of helping us to understand the benefits of mental health. And um, I know for me, I hear a lot of people talk about running is cheaper than therapy or running is my therapy. Um, And I just find it very interesting when I hear those terms and not saying that running is not therapeutic, but I think that we have to be cognizant not to minimize the benefits of professional therapy that could be obtained. Um, And then also understanding that if you, if, if running is your only outlet, if that is for some reason taken away from you, God forbid, no one has to do, go through that. But we all know that injury, life, things can take over. Um, but if it's removed from you, what are you doing to process through emotions, feelings, et cetera? Um, 
So definitely want to kind of touch on that because I feel like it's, it's very important. And I feel like the more we talk about mental health, the more it becomes less of a taboo in a conversation that is not wanted to be had because you've heard it before or you've heard it around and you feel more comfortable talking about it. Mm, most definitely, yes. Um, so, uh, you know, if you feel like you need help, go get it. Mm-hmm. And you don't know. be ashamed to do it. You exactly. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, as and we've... also mental health. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, as no, we've seen, to... as many, many, many athletes have come out and talked about um, mental health uh, throughout the last couple of years. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely something that people are finding that it you need it, go get it. It'll definitely help you. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that what we also, not only do we need to minimize focusing on, or not focusing on mental health, but we need to minimize the feeling that mental health services is needed only when things are going bad. Um, it's almost like it should be like a oil change on your car or whatever it is. Like you just, you can go get a checkup, even if things are going good. When you have that promotion, did you, you know, how are you processing all that? Are you ready to take it on? Like, are you excited about it? Even when everything or a lot of things are going good in your life, there's always some good fine tuning that you can obtain. And it doesn't have to always be that you have to run to a therapist when life is about to fall apart or you feel that way. Um, so I think the more we talk about it and more, more we kind of put it as like a annual checkup or six week checkup, three month, three week checkup, month checkup, I think is better for us as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. As uh, I, I myself um, really haven't ever gone for long periods of therapy, but short periods in college, stuff like that, um, we, I've mm-hmm. done before. Definitely, definitely. Same, same here. So having a therapist is, is key, um, that, that outside person. So, but it's, it's, it's good to have it and shouldn't be looked at as negative. So. And yes, because you, maybe you try it once and it doesn't work out. It might just be, you didn't click with that therapist or, mm. you know, that's another one. Cause that's one I think I did notice. Cause you know, I went to a school that had a, um, had its own hospital. Mm-hmm. So you had a lot of students, um, medical students that were doing it and um, they were doing the therapy. And I definitely noticed a difference in, you know, talking to one to the other and, and things right. like that. Yeah. So, I think you definitely have to figure out having a good jive with the therapist, because at the end of the day, you're telling your business, right? You're, exactly. you're being very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You are communicating about things that you probably don't tell your friends or your family member. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you do have to have good vibes with your therapist and trust them that they're not going to go out and either tell your business or that they can give you um, good information and detail feedback. And I think that that's important for us to understand is that you have to make sure that you drive with the person. So not just because you go to your first therapy appointment and it doesn't work, doesn't mean that therapy is just not it for you. It just may not have been that person. Um, And I also know that people don't go to therapy because of costs. Um, And that was something that I've really talked about in, in my video was, you know, if you have traditional insurance, a lot of them have mental health built in and you just have to kind of pay your copay. But there are therapists that also do sliding scales if you're not insured. So there's options out there and we just have to be cognizant of what we spend our money on. Yeah, and I mean, you always check with your, well, like the company I work for, we have um, uh, what we, uh, that we have opportunities to go to therapists. It's a part of a, mm-hmm. a package that we have. So check with your, your HR and just see. Yeah what, yeah, what you might have available. 
Yeah, a lot of EAP programs with jobs have the ability for you to to get those um, those therapy sessions without even you know going through anything in depth, and it could be over the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are those are options as well. Yeah, I you know there's a did you see that because there's an app out now that you can do mm-hmm. um, that they do therapy through, which I'm sure got the start because of the pandemic and people not being able to go in and get mm-hmm. therapy. So, but I mean nowadays it's you know no reason to to not get it if you feel that you want it or need it. Yes, definitely. I mean, telehealth is something that is really taken off since the pandemic. It was been there prior to mm-hmm. the pandemic, but I think it's definitely given, showing its worthiness um, and assistance. And yes, there are a lot of therapies that do virtual consultations instead of in person. So you just have to make sure that you're finding out. And then um, different insurance companies are able to build those. Um, so you have to just make sure that your insurance company accepts the virtual processes. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. So speaking of uh, mental health, um, my heart goes out to Alphine Tuliamuk, which we know is one of our faves that's been on the show. Um, so she is preparing and grinding her behind off, getting in shape for the Olympics. Um, and she is doing so well with her process of getting back in shape and just grinding out after postpartum. So after having a baby. Um, but recently it was announced that the um, they're not allowing any spectators for the Olympics, which Tommy, you and I have discussed this a little bit. We understand why that may be a reason. However, with a newborn, um, that is different and, and, and going to be more than likely difficult to do. She's still also nursing her child. Um, and so I know that she's appealing and trying to get some things changed around, but um, it is probably going to be very difficult to potentially be at the Olympics without um, baby Zoe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, she did an interview where she said it will be hard to be without her child, which I mean, you know, four months. I, I can't I can't imagine leaving, you know, my child for four months. I mean, I, I don't know how long she needs to be um, in Japan for the Olympics, because um, I think they're running in, in early August is when the actual marathon is run. Um, but, you know, a week would be a long time to be away from, a, you know, a four month old, especially if she's nursing now, you know, of course she can pump and, you know, leave stuff in the refrigerator for her fiance to feed um, baby Zoe. But ideally I can see why she would want her child with her, but you know, I understand why they're doing it. I mean, like I said, before we started recording, I personally think that the, the um, Olympics are holding on by a thread Um, at this point. I think, honestly, I think if Japan could get out of it, they would. But I think the IOC is kind of like, hey, it, it has to go on at this point. But I just don't think the the Japan has done as well with the vaccinations as the U.S. has done. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't know. It's just, and I think that that is a big difference is the um, the difference between probably vaccinations because as you can see here in the states um, bigger races are opening up and you know hot, bigger fields which we'll talk about but I think that the number of vaccinations and how well the country is handling it in general is probably different than the states yeah um, most definitely because it yeah even like a couple of months ago I was saying the same thing I was like yeah it sounds um, kind of difficult how they're going to be able to hold these Olympics but once they said just the athletes, okay, I can see that, you know, I can see Mm -hmm. just the athletes, but having stadiums full of people, I just saw, I didn't think that would be something that they could do. And again, I wonder if there is a, there's 
adjustments for kind of like the nursing moms and things of that nature? Like, is there a amendment in the rules that can be put in there? If there's a child of a certain age, if you are nursing, et cetera, um, if there's an adjustment that can be made, but of course that would still entail if her partner can't come, her fiance cannot come, who's going to care for the baby yeah, during exactly. that time frame. Um, so really trying to figure out kind of what that looks like. And if there is a step further that can be made, I think it, I think it definitely has some teasing out to be done. And I definitely say she needs to be over there along with her partner needs to be over there. And if he can't physically go to the facility where the, the or go to an area where they're actually running, if, if baby Zoe can at least be there and he maybe can be in the hotel, whatever the situation it is, but having yeah, not go to the actual stadium, great. but yeah, mm-hmm. just, I just, I wonder, I just wonder what their, what it looks like over there, you know, as far as um, hotels and, because I mean, as you recall, here in the states, when we were at the height of the pandemic, you know, people weren't wanting to stay in hotels either, just because of you know mm-hmm. the the uh, people weren't going to work, that kind of thing. So I, I would just be interested to see what it's like in Japan as opposed to how it it was here. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And I mean, I just think that we just have to get, put our heart out for people in these situations. And of course, you never want to choose between your career and a very amazing like you mentioned sometimes once in a lifetime thing to go to the olympics um but you shouldn't have to choose between your family or your child and and your dreams um so i think that there definitely should be some things that are adjusted well i'll be interested to see what they decide i i mean personally i think they should go ahead and let it happen but i don't know if they will um because if they if they do it for her if there's others, they'd have to do it for them as well. Right, so I agree. That's, that's the only reason I've, that's the main reason I could just feel like, you know, because I think the U.S. could definitely put weight behind it and get this done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we just have to see what happens. And I think that's the thing. Like, I, that's why I mentioned an amendment. It wouldn't just be for Alephine. It would be for any mother that potentially is nursing. And, you know, it would be some parameters behind it and some things behind it that would allow it to take place, so. Definitely, definitely. Now, another not so great story. I feel like all we're deve- all we're all we're talking <laughs> about is not so great stories. But um, there were twenty one runners um, that passed away in the China in a China cross country race. Um, there was actually one hundred and seventy two participants that took place in this race, um, and unfortunately, once they got to altitude, basically what happened? They got to altitude. Weather did a flip of a switch. And it ended up being hail, freezing rain, um, very bad gale force, excuse me, winds. Um, and of course, they were up in the mountains, narrow, narrow lanes, um, and everything. Because of that weather, there are there were some athletes, 151 athletes that were able to be saved and recovered through the process, but unfortunately, 21. Um, did not survive the bad weather. And of course, I've, I've seen various articles, but I haven't seen exactly what caused those 21 to pass if it was the freezing weather, because they did say that there are a lot of the athletes were not. Um, they were saying that many of the athletes were not dressed um, for the freezing cold. A lot of them, when they started, they had on short sleeves because it was not predicted in the weather that the weather was going to take a turn at any time during that time. And so a lot of the athletes were not appropriate for the freezing rain. Therefore, we don't know if they, was it hypothermia, if they, if any, if the wind caused them to fall off the, the mountain or something like, we don't know those details, um, but it just seems like a very unfortunate situation. And of course, 
it was an ultra marathon and a lot of very well-known individuals um, were running that race. And regardless of if you're known or not, we never want to lose your life doing something that you love. In running. Exactly. That's really unfortunate. I mean, you know, both of us have heard of people passing away in races, mm-hmm. you know, heart attacks, you know, things like that. But 21 people, that's just, you know, that's just sad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it, I mean, it's the weather. Yeah, that's, it is what it is. I mean, it's not mother like any, nature. yeah, exactly. It's mother nature. There's nothing you can really do about that. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't sit here and say there's no way you could have foreseen it. Um, but it's just, it's just interesting. I know at higher elevations, a lot of times weather does change mm-hmm. like that on a dime. So that just could have been, you know, what happened, but you would think there would be some kind of forecast or something mm-hmm. saying, Hey, this right. is about to happen. Let's get people off the course. Mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing, because you should not lose your life to run an ultra marathon. Right, which I know is different too, right? Like, and, and be, I mean, Tommy and I, we're not ultra marathoners and we're also not trail runners. We are mm-hmm. road people, road runners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But from what I've seen in trail runs, it is kind of hard just to pull someone. There's, there's different aid stations. However, yeah. when you're spaced out on the course, it's like, how far was it since I passed the last aid station? And so mm-hmm. it's very different when it comes to road racing and trail racing is like, there's not, it's not just an immediate thing mm-hmm. um, in regards to trail racing and actually being able to. Um, yeah. And they said it was a narrow course. So I guess there was not any vehicles that could get to anybody, right. you know, where they were, right. I guess helicopter might've been, but if it's a bad storm, you can't get a helicopter up there. So, right. But yeah, exactly. And getting several people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, so mm-hmm. unfortunately that's, that's what happened. Yeah. I saw that story and I was like, 21 people. Good miss. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. be interested to see what the Definitely. rest of the, that so story looks our like. Our condolences to everyone that was affected um, of that due to this tragedy um, and to the family and participants that were affected in the process. Exactly. Exactly. That was in China, right? Yes. So in great news, though, we got to we got to turn it around. Tommy. Exactly. In Can we news. get some happy news? <laughs> in one after news. the other. The right. baby can't go to Japan. People right. dying in China. <laughs> Can we flip the switch? Yes, let's flip the switch and also flip the switch to some good stuff that has been going on. I want to say, I forgot to mention this to you, Tommy. This past weekend, I went to the Wingfoot um, Champions, Night of Champions. It was basically all of, it was a track meet for Mm -hmm. all, basically your top high schoolers um, in all different field events, as well as track events, 16 people per event. It was a good show. Like we yeah. got some good high schoolers right now that are putting down some amazing times. <laughs> and I really feel like we're going to be seeing them really soon at some higher levels. And I'm really excited about it. What, um, like, what was it all just like 400, 800? Or did they do like the mile? Did they do 5K? Did they do 10K? Yes, they did the mile. You know, oh, I was really? excited about that. Yeah. So they did the mile. Um, They did 400, 100. 300 hurdles um what else did they do all of the pole vaulting one of the guys he was pole vaulting to like seven 16 17 feet okay yeah he was doing his thing so Mm -hmm. it was kind of one of those things where I was just like oh it's just so much going on and people were doing an amazing job so the last race was the mile and one of the guys literally came back there was a guy that really took out front and he was for like the 
first, last two laps, he was out front a good ways, like probably about 50 meters a good way um, in front of the rest of the pack. The guy that was in second, Tommy, turned on his jets like 200 meters out and he caught him. Like, it was like, <laughs> oh my God. Like he literally, when I say turned on the jets, yeah, he literally turned on the jets. Like it was, it was an insane watch and mm -hmm. just be able to see people do that and just the excitement and just honestly to be able to see the times that that was being put down so um uh, they did the 3200 as well the um the open four obviously we mentioned the 3200 the 800 200 meters and then all of your shock book discus long jump all of Feel, those as well. okay so it was man. all it was a full day from five o'clock to ten o'clock of watching track and field and i was loving every moment of it where was it where where did they hit, hold it at marietta high school oh, okay i got you all mm -hmm. right well that's cool yeah. we should talk to some of these high schoolers some of the distance runners Maybe mm -hmm. get, you know, get them and their parents on the on the podcast and just talk about it. Because that's the future. We might talk to the kid that might set a world record one day. So, you know what? Yeah, you we might need want to start talking to some of these. Let's do it. These young Let's athletes, student athletes. It. Yes, I am here for it. Um, and also in other good news. So, of course, I know everyone has been seeing acceptance to New York, acceptance to Chicago, acceptance to Marine Corps Marathon, acceptance all over the place. Just everything is flying, flying, flying. So it definitely looks like the fields are going to be open for our majors, our world majors, and a lot of the very popular marathons for the fall. And I'm excited for it. I am here for it and very excited for it. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. I'm, I'm interested to see um, who runs what, because, you know, of course, with the Olympics, you, the elites might kind of change up what they're doing. But some of the elites who maybe are not going to be running for their country, hey, they could be some great shows put on at these uh, world majors by them, you know, mm -hmm. so it'd be good. Yeah. To watch. And you know what? That's what I'm looking forward to. Like, I miss watching it on TV and seeing how good it is. And I think the one of the biggest ones is the fact that New York is opening back up. I think people were very unsure if that was going to take place. Yeah. Uh, but of course, if you entered the lottery, they did not have any lottery drawings. They had enough people uh, that were able to be to get in. And then, of course, for anybody that ran the virtual New York City in 2020, um, they were able to choose if they want to do this year, next year, or 2023. So that also kind of took up a lot of the slots on the field. But of course, mm -hmm. the field was definitely narrowed down. Yeah, I guess the people who had deferred were first. Now, I, I was kind of confused because they said they were people with qualify. So was it time qualifying? So if you had a qualifying time, you could get in is what they were saying? Or is that that was not a part of it either? Yeah, so they definitely had that as well as the people the that had already had deferments. Okay, mm -hmm. I gotcha. It's just no lottery. Like, I couldn't just throw my name in the hat for this year, unfortunately. Right, right. Which, oh, you know, people be throwing their name in the hat <laughs> for a long time and never get yeah. it, right? <laughs> and so. a lot of people don't know that, because, I mean, when we talk about qualifying times for marathons, most people think Boston, but a lot of people don't know there's qualifying times based for all the world majors. Yes. Um, To sure. get in. Um, But... Yeah. Trust me, them times is just as fast as Boston. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the biggest thing is that there are definitely times that are are some really good times. But when you don't want to have to go out and stress about kind of what's next and um, if you're going to be able to get in. So if you're speedy out in these streets and you can qualify, do it. Go ahead and do it. So, yeah, it'll be nice to see it on TV. See the uh, see, like I said, some of the elites. Um you know, race. Whenever I watch a good marathon, you learn something by watching these elites run. You you mm -hmm. learn something about their technique, 
how they take, you know, how often they take their liquids, what liquids mm-hmm. are they drinking. So, you know, that's a, another reason I love to watch it. Yeah, definitely. It gives you that that motivation. I know for me, when I'm when I volunteer for races or when I go out and do races, it definitely gives you that motivation to say, okay, what do I need to do better as a runner? Now, I may not look like him or her, but what can I do to be a better runner in general? And it kind of gives you that push to 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 be a better you. Yeah, I mean, when you watch Kipchoge, you go out and think you look like Kipchoge. You don't, of mm-hmm. course, but mm-hmm. you know, when you see him running, you're like, I can't wait to the next time I get to to run a marathon or I get to do this or I get to do that when you see him out there, the way he makes it look, he makes it look fun. Right. You know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the world majors. I'm looking forward to, you know, everybody uh, getting a chance to run in person again. Mm-hmm, definitely. And that's the biggest thing. And I just, I just hope that the crowd support is good. I know for some people, like for instance, if I had an option to choose which year to do one of the world majors or New York, I probably would choose 2023. Two, mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like in 2022 we'll be even more back to normal, <laughs> and, then it, and it would be more than likely that full experience. But hey, you don't want to pass it up whenever you can't get it. Well, I'm interested to see. Uh, you know, I think my 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 toe dip is going to be the Peachtree Road Race. So I'm mm-hmm. interested to see how that is. How you know the way it sets up, the way people, you know, the way other people react when they're running. You know that kind of thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested to see, you know, how many people come out to watch. Um, and that'll kind of tell me, you know, going forward, what to expect, um, you know, with, with these in-person races. Yeah, definitely. I think that the Peachtree is definitely going to be unique. And of course, obviously here in Georgia, they've, they've lifted the mass demand if you're fully vaccinated and things of that nature. So I just really think it's going to look very different. Um, but I'm excited to see what's going to look like. I'm going to try to go out there for you on, um, July 3rd and, and see how you do out there, Tommy. Um, and I'll Man. be running on the fourth. I'll be run walking on the fourth. Me and Braxton gonna get our run on. He ran our <laughs> mile last week, and I was like, you know, you got to do six miles in a couple weeks. <laughs> like, yeah, Man, India, sure. you better yeah. stay in the bed. Don't come down and watch me, cause I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I might have a beer in my hand. And walk the whole <laughs> thing. Give me a couple of tall boys. I know that's right. <laughs> Listen, ain't out. nothing wrong <laughs> with that. So you, you never know. Actually. Um, we were talking about it because there was there was a few runners at Trey's birthday party, um, mm-hmm. and we were all kind of talking about um, what we're going to do um, for the peace tree. And I was like, you know, because last time we were in person, I pretty much did a beer run. I just I was taking beers, but we were thinking, yeah, probably people won't be out there handing out beers, you know, like they had in the past. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. just gonna bring my own tall boys and just mm-hmm. and just enjoy myself on the yeah. uh, on the on the third. I agree. Um, I think we're going to end up just enjoying ourselves as well. It'll be Braxton's first, but it won't be, you know, I just, you know, it will be different because it's mm-hmm. not going to be the 60,000 people, but I think it'll still be a good experience. Oh, but yeah. I mean, I, I always enjoy running. Yeah. when we hit cardiac hill and all that. So he's going to be like, <laughs> you expected me to do what? So. I'm wondering if um, the Shepherd Center is going to bring out all the patients like they usually do. You know, yeah. stuff like that. That's the kind of things I'm kind of checking, you know, trying to see what's going to really be different. But exactly. I hope they do because they are very inspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, when they when they bring them out, so uh, I really hope they do. Yeah, definitely. Now, India, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. What does it take for you to 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 buy a new gadget, or not even? Let's not even say gadget. What does it take for you to add something new to your training or to help with your training? Um, what what does that take for you, for that to happen for you? Like, what is your thought process when you're doing that? 
So usually really trying to figure out if it's something that is needed or if it's just me trying to flex or <laughs> if it's something that can really benefit my performance, something that I've heard about a lot. Like I'm one of those people, I'm usually not, well, I, I, I do try a lot of new things because I have like partnerships and some people that want me to try new things, but mm-hmm. like to wholeheartedly use it and just probably buy it with my own money, like it, it has to really come reputable, potentially have used it as a trial and it has to really benefit me. Yeah, that's what it, it really takes. I got you. And I was just thinking about it because, you know, there's so many wearables out right now. Yes. Not just not just for time, mm-hmm. but just like whoop, W-H-O-O-P. I, I'm yep. just wondering, if anybody's ever used that, please holler at me and tell me exactly what it actually does. Because if it's just a sleep timer, I'm good. Um, it's more than just a sleep yeah. timer, but I, yeah, that's been thrown around all over the place mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So I always wonder what does it take? Because it takes a lot for me to purchase anything new. Um, cause actually I almost purchased a whoop. I, I thought about it. I'd, I'd actually put my name and email address in and I was like, I got, I think I have everything that this thing does on my Garmin. And, and but I, I don't like to sleep with my Garmin on though. Right. And so I think that that's the other thing too. So if you're, if you're speaking of the whoop or other apparatuses like mm-hmm. that, that can tr- track other things, I like to find out, am I even using what I currently have to its full potential? And I know for my Mm -hmm. Garmin, I'm not. Like, there's so many things that the Garmin uses that I don't even use. So what's the point of getting another apparatus that you're, or another piece of gear, tech, whatever, that you want to use? But like you said, I mean, I've definitely slept in my Garmin a couple times, more than a couple times, definitely slept in it to kind of see the sleep portion. Mm -hmm. But then they say stuff like the Whoop and other other action other things that have a better better tracking and all that so i just think i think it just depends on what you're really wanting to use it for and if you already have something are you using it to the best of your ability exactly and what is it going to add to how's it going to add value and of course anything that any kind of device you have that is giving you this information what are you doing with the information what are you doing with it are you actually using it um, mm-hmm. cause if you're not, you're once again, you're just kind of, you know, you know, wasting your money. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you a vitamins person? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I take my daily vitamins. Um, I take my, um, like, uh, vitamin D my women's day prenatal. Like I take all those vitamins. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually try to stay pretty consistent on it, but I've seen bean and all these other supplement type companies that exactly. are always out Mm -hmm. um but i am a little bit more hesitant on the supplement stuff just because i kind of stick with what i know i need and i feel like there's a lot of times where we ingest supplements that may not be needed or we need to really get figure out what your levels are before taking all of these new supplements because everyone's body is different and you never know that sometimes your supplements may be or your levels may not need extra iron. You may you might need to back off on iron, you know, whatever it is. So just yeah. be careful on just adding stuff just because it's supposed to be good. Exactly. Cause you know, as I know I've taken different things and just felt like my my I'm just peeing more. And I just feel like, okay, whatever I'm taking is I'm not using it because it's just coming out of it's just coming out of my body. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's mm-hmm. kind of sometimes how I gauge it. You know, I you know, I've gotten blood work a couple of times. And so they can kind of tell me, you know, where I was. Um, mm-hmm. But it's never, I, I, I've never had a doctor tell me I needed supplements. I guess. Right. What right. I 
you know, most yeah. doctors are like, well, no, not really. If anything, they may say my cholesterol was a little high, maybe something like that. But other than that, they've never yeah. said that I needed to take anything for, for anything. Yeah. And there's a thing of, you know, there's so many things out here, like joint support and all that stuff. Like, what are things that you need to do? Um, but I think if you're taking your multivitamins and then finding out what your levels are. So like for me, I'm usually a little bit vitamin D deficient, which is, mm -hmm. um, which is higher or usually happens a lot in African-American women. Mm -hmm. um, so I take an extra supplement for that. But yeah, I mean, it, it, honestly, it takes enough for me to even take the vitamins that I do have to add anything to that regimen and have like a whole spill is usually not, usually not my thing. And I don't prefer to be a test dummy either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do know, I, I have met some people that like, you know, they have the whole little pill cradle, yes. you know, kind of mm -hmm. thing. And I mean, of course, the people that I know that do that are very healthy. They're very mm -hmm. athletic. But then I'm like, are you athletic because of all these pills or mm -hmm. are you just athletic and you take pills? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So mm -hmm. not sure mm -hmm. if the pills is what's, what's making that happen for them. Right. So, and you never know. And I mean, yeah. some people will say that, is it a placebo? Like you, you're taking these it, Exactly. Things. It makes you. Is it really real thinking that you're okay? Mm -hmm. It makes so. you feel better. It makes you feel more energetic, you know, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Because honestly, well, I'm, as far as like taking in nutrition um, during a race, like drinking Gatorade or taking um, goo and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever felt different in what I've taken. It's just more maybe the taste. That's about the only mm. difference that I can really tell. Or like, you know, I'm not a big chew person um, during the winter because the chews get so hard and yeah. trying to chew and drink and all that kind of stuff. But other than that, I, I don't know too much of a difference. Yeah, so I definitely have to be careful with my nutrition when it comes to racing. Um, so when I first started running, I was goo all day. The strawberry banana was my thing. So the actually the goo product, yeah, it was my thing. And then something's flipped the switch, and I started having GI issues um, oh, okay. on my runs with goos. Mm -hmm. um, and so ever since then, and I think that was when Martin first was. Um, being promoted and so mm -hmm. I switched to Martin and that's what I use mm -hmm. um so I like not only I'm a consistency person too so Martin and Goo has a very different consistency Martin is more of a solid um it's a gel but it's a solid like I can literally pop the whole thing out put it in my mouth and just do one good swallow whereas yeah. Goo is more more yeah. fluid liquidy like and it's just thicker, creamier. It's a weird taste. Whereas with goo, you I can just take a whole, it's like jello. You can just yeah. put it in your mouth. Like if you was to get a jello shot, you can just put it in your mouth and swallow it down. Um, and the, the the taste of goo of Martin is more um it is more of a sugar water taste. And so you don't have to worry about all the other stuff. And of course, they say that the it doesn't have all the extra additive stuff to it. So I definitely find that it's easier on my stomach and I don't have those GI issues when I use the Martin. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a um a Gatorade person and I'm usually I'm usually good. Very rarely. I mean the the I'll I definitely don't take as many goos as I used to. Um mm -hmm. so I, I pretty much am low on that that goo thing, uh, but Gatorade and I'm good. Um, I had heard um, a friend of mine; she's a triathlete. She mm -hmm. swears by Martin. Yeah. So yeah, she says mm -hmm. it just she makes her pee more. But other than that, she's yeah, she's good. 
Yeah, I truly, I enjoy it. And the drink mixes that they have before and after race, like before the race, I can do a drink mix. And then the morning of the race, I can do a drink mix and it gives me that extra carbs and an extra boost. So yeah. Well, with, with it heating that. up and it, well, at least it's heating up here in Atlanta. Um, Cause I really, during the winter, I don't run with water or anything usually, mm-hmm. unless I'm doing, you know, like double digits. Um, I usually want running, but now, you know, of course it's heating up. I definitely got to start thinking about what I'm going to, I got to think about my running a lot more as far as what kind of, um, liquid I'm going to carry with me. Definitely. Definitely. And obviously hydrating throughout. And that's another thing, like a lot of people fail to hydrate with that throughout. And then when they go out on their runs, they're carrying something, but you, you know, you want to ensure that you're hydrating throughout the day, um, and throughout the week, especially with this heat and humidity here in Atlanta is beyond crazy. So you want to ensure that you're doing what you can. I think today's supposed to be like 90 degrees. Like we skipped spring and went right to summer. Yeah, it was 90 degrees on Sun. Yeah, on Sunday, it was 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculously hot. So right. I completely understand. I was yes, like, okay, yes, yes. You got, I got to get these runs in early. Mm-hmm. So another great episode. But just to let y'all know, we are going to have our, our Father's Day special on the next episode. Um, We're going to have a father and son uh, running duo that'll be on here with us. Um, And I hope everybody enjoys it. It's Memorial Day weekend coming up. Um, Yes, enjoy it. Three-day weekend for most of us, four-day weekend for a lot of you lucky people. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I'll probably have a three-day weekend, I'm thinking, so I'm going to enjoy that Monday off. Uh, what about you? Any any special plan, any special plans for a Memorial Day weekend? Uh, we might fire up the grill a little bit on Monday. Okay, so, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, fire up the grill a little bit. My Braxton's brother just got engaged, so we'll probably have them over and have a couple little grill some salmon and some little hot dogs or something on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Now, if they want to follow you on your many social media outlets, India, how would they do that? <laughs> Yeah, so you can find me at my website at milesfromindia.com. You can also, um, and that will take you to all of my different social media outlets. But um, on my Instagram at I underscore of underscore indigo with the E, which is E-N-D-I-G-O runs. So that I of indigo runs. Um, And if you would like to email me, you can email me at contact at milesfromindia.com. And of course, India Cook on Facebook. And you can get me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com. And then at tmitch 68 on Instagram. Well, we will see y'all in another two weeks. Yes, peace. Y'all have a good one. Peace.